<laughs> Yo, welcome to the Buy Provider Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Frill, and we got our girl, Emily, back on the pod. Say what's up. What's up, guys? We're just feeling, we're LOLing right now, but we are, we're just feeling a little bit sad. Mm-hmm. It's our last part of the series, the mm-hmm. Swifty 101 series. It's part four. Welcome, if you've stuck around. Thank you sticking around um we're just sad because it's just been so fun doing this with emily mm-hmm. but i had a lot of fun with you i know yeah we're talking we're like we need to have a taylor smith podcast mm-hmm. hopefully we can make it happen yep. um okay mm-hmm. but welcome back to the podcast um if you're new here uh we've just had a four-part series well we're going to be having a four-part series about Taylor Swift. So if you want to catch up, you can start with episode seven. That's part one. Eight is part two. Nine is part three. And this is episode 10, part four. And in the past episodes, we have talked about every single album. Mm -hmm. So today's topic is Folklore, Evermore, Midnights, and the Tortured Poets Department. Yep. So, and yeah, if you're, if you're new, if this is your first episode, Emily is the biggest Swifty I know, and that's why she is here on the pod yapping. <laughs> we are yapping about our girl Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to get to know Emily, we ask her our classic get to know you questions in episode seven mm-hmm. in part one. So you can find everything you need to know about her in that episode. And then we just be chit-chatting about Taylor. Mm-hmm. My favorite <laughs> thing to talk about. Favorite thing. <laughs> um, but before we get into our topic, we always do life updates. Okay. Um, you go first, fam. All right, fam. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like not a whole lot has happened since the last time I talked to y'all. I always say that, but I feel like my life is very boring. It's work, workout, home, sleep. Mm-hmm. But, you know. This, I feel like this week was pretty fun. Like, I had parent-teacher conferences, and I felt like they all went well. And it was fun talking to the parents. And then on Friday, Thursday night, my fiancé, Patrick, who is a pilot, and so I get flight bennies, <laughs> he was like, do you want to go to Denver with me? I'm on reserve, and I don't have. I basically don't have to work on Saturday. And he was like, and you have school, off school. Do you want to come? And I was like, all right. Love so I, it. I went to Denver. I hung out with our friends, Megan and Thomas, and besties. got to see them. Besties. We went to the aquarium. I got to see my favorite animal, the otter. He was like on a little otter zoomy. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. But oh, then I love it. And But then they made me move on. And I was like, I could just stand here and watch the otter all day, people. I almost was like, just leave me here. You guys go look at the rest of the animals. Move back around and grab me on the way out. Yep. That's all I wanted. But they did we all went together, <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> and then we went to the Lululemon outlet in Denver and I was having a good time because Patrick said I could get whatever I wanted and he did not set a budget. So I got two pairs of leggings, a cute bodysuit and TMI, but a packet of underwear. And Love then, it. Like, were they life changing? Kind of. Oh, bless. Like, $40 underwear was life-changing, and that is a dangerous thing. <laughs> that is dangerous. Wait, so what color me. leggings did you end up getting? So I got, like, a purple, and Ooh, those were just... so comfy because I've never tried those leggings before. I forgot what they were called, 
but they were like the ones that don't have the seam on the bottom. It's just like the fabric. Does that oh, make sense? Yes. And but they were like I wore them yesterday at the gym and they were so comfy. Love. And then I got kind of like a like a light gray bluish Oof. colored ones, like a light bluish greenish grayish. <laughs> Love it. I'll send you a picture, but they're Bless. super cute. So um, and they have pockets. Did they? Was it popping off? The cells weren't like that great. Like they weren't like when we went to the Las Vegas one. Like that one was a crazy. I could have left there with a whole new wardrobe, but (laughs) genuinely, I'm married to Kalan. Baker said no, (laughs) no. But um, yeah. So I got all that stuff. Love that for you. Thank you. I was having a good time. I think Patrick regretted his no budget. thing after we left but who says who says no budget when they go to <laughs> seriously what? like i was like this is on you dude that does that makes no sense dude he did not yeah. i don't think he fully understood Mm-mm. that's okay sometimes you just don't mm-hmm. but then he got a pair of shorts as well and i was like be careful that's what started with me caitlin was like get these pants and i bought them and then it's been a non-stop addiction and he was like yeah i'll be okay and now I caught him on the, this morning, this afternoon before I left my house, I caught him on the Lululemon website. So. What was he browsing? Shorts. More shorts. More He's shorts. a shorts guy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Better so. watch out, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, so I came home on Sunday, because it was just going to be a short little day trip. I went to a Taylor Swift Galentine's brunch with my two friends. Love it. It was so much fun. The drinks were delicious. The food was delicious. I got the Better Than Rancheros. Like, they named all the food after a Taylor Swift song and all the drinks after the Taylor Swift song. Like, I drank the End Game, and it came with this little toothpick that had friendship bracelet beads on it, and it said End Game. And we got a bunch of friendship bracelets, but I left those at my parents' house. So. How freaking cute. Yeah. Honestly, that restaurant knows exactly what they're doing. No, they knew exactly what they were doing, getting they did my butt through there. the door so freaking cute like they just played taylor swift music they we got friendship bracelets it was so much fun so did you have to like rsvp yeah okay 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 yeah dang that's sick yeah it was so much fun and then i went to my parents house for the super bowl and just hung out with my parents and my brother so love it yeah that's all that i think i can think of (laughs) who is your dad cheering for um i don't think i'll be perfectly honest and i'll talk about this more when we talk about the super bowl (laughs) But um, I don't think he was really cheering for anyone. I don't think he really cared about the Super Bowl because he's a Raiders fan. Ah. So I think he was kind of like, yeah, he's like, my boys should have been in the Super Bowl. (laughs) And it's like, do they? (laughs) They actually had a really good season this year. He'll be there. Happy to hear that. They're like, not the best. But this year they had a really good season. They yeah. fired their coach and then they just popped off. Yep. If anyone's into football, well, so. they fired Isaac Rochelle. I know that's that made me mad. So same. I was like, okay, so you fired the one person that we know <laughs> and yeah. like and love. Seriously, All Isaac right. Cooch. Yeah, seriously, Isaac Cooch. <laughs> like for real. I seriously love him and his wife. <sighs> me too. I darling. I follow them on TikTok and I. Me too. I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I think I forget how much I like them mm-hmm. because like you see their TikTok and you're like, oh, I just love these people. And then you like, don't think about them again. Yep. But like now that you bring that up, I'm like, yeah, I'm diehard fans of them. Yep. I yeah. love them. And like, honestly, they'd probably be the only reason I'd watch a Raiders game. Facts. He's literally the nicest guy. Mm-hmm. 
Like, he mm-hmm. loves his wife. Mm-hmm. And he wants everyone to love their wives, too. Yeah. You can cut this out, but um, do you want to know a funny story about my dad and the Raiders? Yeah. Huge Raiders fan, okay? He, <laughs> when I was little, he paid me a dollar to be a Raiders fan for the rest of my life. And, because he was like, I was like, I hate the Raiders. The Raiders are them. And I was like, 10. And he was like, I'll pay you. And like, back when you're 10, a dollar's like life changing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I can't go wait to spend one, this. Yeah, I can go to one, I can get one thing at the Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the Ala Dollar. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah. So I took that one dollar and I made a promise to be a Raiders fan for the rest of my life. And now he wants that dollar back with interest. And you're not getting a dad. I hate Bradley. Come (laughs) on. We like the Raiders. We like Isaac Cooch. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we're just not big fans. We just like Taylor's boyfriend at the like. Just let us live, Bradley. Seriously. But anyways, Mm. (laughs) that's my dad for you. (laughs) And the interest. Come on. I know. Seriously. Anyways, what's your life update, my friend? (sighs) Life update. Okay. Mm -hmm. I also had a Galentine's. Fun. I have a friend group and they are just so good at planning things. That's good. So I'm talking like last year's was heart-shaped pizzas. Cute. Oh, oh, and bouquet making. So that was last year. This year, she found out that you can buy special paint Mm -hmm. and like paint on like mason jars, plates, whatever that's already like glazed, like Mm just from the... A thrift store like Walmart or anything mm-hmm. and so I just got, got a bowl from Walmart and you can paint on it bake it in the oven for 30 minutes and you're good what can wash it all the things mm-hmm. and so she we did that and then for like the she always does like two things like mm-hmm. so we oh and we did a gift exchange like bring your favorite beauty item and so I left with nyx brow gel glue i love that never use it but i'm really excited to try it. i'm just mm-hmm. finishing off my old one so then i can have like this fresh mm-hmm. new one and um a wet mini brush cute so mm-hmm. wonderful gifts and it was so fun to see what everyone brings i mm-hmm. love you know me i love knowing what's on people's wish lists favorite mm-hmm. items all the things so mm-hmm. um so we had that galentine's and everyone just like brought treats and things it was wonderful then so we I posted a photo of Emily and I. We were both uh, doing two separate Super Bowl things, mm-hmm. but Emily wore her <laughs> hoodie that she told us about that she bought mm-hmm. in the last episode, <laughs> and it was like Emily's hoodie was like a Chiefs color red, mm-hmm. and then it was like a friendship brace on the front with like beads, and then eighty seven, and on yeah. the back it said Go Taylor's boyfriend, darling. Thank you. And then <laughs> I actually had a crew neck. That had the NFL symbol and then mm-hmm. it says Taylor's version. I do want that though. Love it. I got it off of like TikTok shop. Love Dude, we both got our things off TikTok shop, I think. Yeah, I think I got mine off of Oh, Instagram, Instagram ads. <laughs> yep. Um we just be we just be getting got. That's mm-hmm. all. They 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 can get us. <laughs> yeah. And so we both had like Taylor Swift things Taylor Swift uh shirts or sweatshirts mm-hmm. on. But I get to the Super Bowl party that we were invited to, and it's Taylor Swift yes. themed. So Love. I posted pictures on my Instagram, the Vibe Provider Pod, um, and they had like friendship bracelet, like garland, and and there was even a table where you could make friendship bracelets. Cute. It was wonderful. Love. It was awesome, and the food was really good. 
And then we also did a game night with some friends. It's my friend who showed me steak bites. Mm-hmm. And that was like, I loved. <laughs> and anyways, so she's just a fantastic cook. So mm-hmm. it was super fun. And then, so we're actually filming this before Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we have to put this out on Friday, which is <laughs> two days after Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah. So do you, do you have any idea of what you're going to be doing for Valentine's Day? Well, this class, my class, will be having a party. Um, and I'll be honest, I hate planning for holiday parties because mm-hmm. it's so stressful because you want it to be fun and you want it to be memorable, but that's like a lot of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, I think we're just going to be making Valentine's. We're going to play like a couple games and then, love it. um, we might, I love watching Bluey and they love Bluey. And so I might just find a bunch of episodes about love. Love it. And just have us watch a bunch of Bluey episodes and then we'll do the usual, you know, exchanging Valentine's and. That's cute. That's going to be fun. I hope so. But sometimes when like there's so much going on, it's like Mm -hmm. overwhelming or overstimulating or whatever. But sometimes like when it's like an enjoyable holiday and you Mm -hmm. actually get to like enjoy it, I feel like that that does a lot. And I think that's what I'm going to try to do because I think I always kind of get in my head about it. And I'm like, this isn't going to be fun. They're going to hate this. But I think if I just have fun with it, they'll have fun with it. Yeah. Um. But then I totally forgot I had to get them a present. <laughs> and then I was like, ah, I got to get them a present. So I came up that I remembered I do this thing, like instead of having like popsicle sticks with their name on it. And I'll be like, all right, who gets to talk? Because I remember like that pure anxiety of it. So I have a fish bowl <laughs> that's called the Lucky Duck Bowl. Uh-huh. And like it's a bunch of ducks and it has their number on it. And then when I pull their number, that's like who gets to do whatever I'm asking them to do. Okay. And so... I remember to have a ton of ducks left over from making that. So I'm just going to give them a little rubber ducky, maybe some candy, and a little card that says I'm a lucky duck to be your teacher. Love it. Yeah. I was Love pretty, it. Like, I came up with it in, like, 10 minutes, and I was like, look at me go. Dude, well, <laughs> honestly, I know, like, you're like, oh, dude, look at me go. But, like, <laughs> you are good at this uh, with everything. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like, this is not surprising. Like, <laughs> this is her to a T. Thank you. Like, being so creative. With either what you have or, like, something new that you're going to go get. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. That's very sweet. Okay, so that's for school. Mm-hmm. But you and Patrick? Um. Well, so I have my personal trainer meeting tomorrow. So okay. I was just going to go work out with her for a little bit. Okay, okay. And then we might just do, like, a late valent. Like, we both are kind of social anxiety a little bit. Totally. And so it's going to be like crazy busy at all the restaurants tomorrow. It really is. Or on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And so I think we might just do like a little takeout in and then maybe go out to eat on Thursday. Love it. Yeah. Me and Claude do s- such similar things. Yeah. It's well. just like it's so packed. Mm-hmm. It's like really there's no reason to fight it. Yep. Uh, I think we're going to we're going to exchange gifts. Mm-hmm. My gift to Claude is lame but it's exactly what he wants <laughs> so kala gave us a budget of 50 dollars, mm-hmm. and like every year it's different mm-hmm. like sometimes we don't do gifts but this year he was like hey we'll do 50 dollars." Mm-hmm. and so i asked him I was like hey before i go spend this like is there anything that you need or want yeah. or whatever because i could just go buy pickleballs and that's like that's fun for him but for me i'm like oh that's yeah. a sad gift <laughs> But he was like, honestly, I just want to save my money. Mm-hmm. And since this episode's going out 
after Valentine's Day, I can tell you guys what. <laughs> so I just, I got him a card and I put $50 in it. So he can take that $50 and put it right back in the bank account and save it. And I absolutely hate that. Mm-hmm. I think that is so lame, boring, hate it with all my might. But that's exactly what he wants. Yeah. And I need to remember that to him, that's better than a gift. Yeah. But to me, I'm like, that's what this is the worst. Yeah. I still haven't decided what I'm going to get Patrick. I'm like, spend all your money on me and buy me gifts and give me things and get me candy and cards and all the things. (laughs) I want it all. Well, that's how I am too. I'm like, flowers, candy, swig. Yep, swig. (laughs) Anything. Like, I would be happier than a clam, but... Mm -hmm. Me um, too on the back. But he's like so hard to shop for because if he wants it, he buys it. Okay. And so... But then, so I might just do like a ABC, like an Asia Z reasons why I'm excited to marry you or whatever. Cute. I think that's just what I'm going to do. Yeah. If I didn't do this. That takes so much time and effort. Yeah. Having to think of all those things is so hard. Yeah. And so. so But if if I I don't do it, it's you. Thank you. But so if I don't end up doing it, sorry. (laughs) But if I do, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh. But. I think we're going to do takeout, too. We do every year. Normally, Mm -hmm. we do the same thing. Kula gets sushi. I get Cafe Rio and we'll, like, get a treat and, like, watch a movie. Mm -hmm. But this year, Kula gets to pick where we're going to go for dinner or, like, Mm -hmm. where we're going to get dinner. And we're going to go get dessert at Spilled Milk. My... Have you heard of it? I have. So, my friend Anna showed it to me and Mm -hmm. I love it. So, they put, like, cereal in your ice cream and, like, flavors and toppings and it's wonderful. Mm Mm-hmm. And their Oreo shake is, like, unmatched. And I love it. And I've been thinking about it for days. And I actually asked if we could go yesterday. And he's like, okay, do you want to go uh, tonight instead of on Valentine's Day? And mm-hmm. I was like, who Obviously. the heck would think that way? I want to go tonight and on Valentine's Day. Like, <laughs> Why one or the other? Why not both? Um, Sir, <laughs> let's use our brain. <laughs> no. Let's think here. No. So, anyways, so I didn't end up going because I want to go for day just to be like oh we did something fun yeah i don't know that is fun anyway so that's our valentine's day coming up hopefully who knows next week you'll really find out what happened on valentine's day with me you'll just have to guess (laughs) you're gonna have to come back and find out even if you absolutely hate this podcast no i love coming here oh okay next question guys current what is current on your wish list what are we trying to buy um really anything from lululemon I'll be real. I didn't My get, girl. I ended up not getting that strawberry milkshake quarter zip. I still want it. But I don't know if anyone knows. We haven't spilled the beans. But Caitlin and I are going to Disneyland at mm-hmm. the end of March. Very For our birthday. For our with birthday. our friend Megan, who we've brought up almost every episode. Because <laughs> we love her. <laughs> we all have March birthdays. Yes, we do. I'm the 6th. Megan's the 16th. You're not the, the 22nd. The 22nd. So I'm... March girls. March girls. <laughs> March girls. So we're going for a little birthday trip. It's going to be good. And I just kind of want these Rapunzel ears because we're going to go one day as princesses. And I yes. want Rapunzel ears. We're so. going Disney bounding. If mm-hmm. anyone has ever heard of it, we're just subtly dressing like a Disney princess. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited. So I want little Rapunzel ears. Okay. Like, what's Love on it. your wish list, my friend? Can I just say the same things as like past episodes? Slay. Yeah freaking baggy bags i want the cargo one i want the large it fits my it will fit my laptop in it mm-hmm. has cargo pockets 
I still want it. It's got to save my money, but you know, I'd be spending it. Love. So me too. <laughs> and then I just keep thinking about that curling iron Yeah. because my phone heard me. So now it's always like, Oh, this bio ionic, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, hundred dollars. Oh, come on. Yeah. I do have to say, I'd never really heard of bagu bags until I met you and until you like were hyping them up. And I think I agree. I think my phone heard me. Like heard us talking about bagu bags because so, I would go on TikTok for like days and like every other video would be a bagu bag or like a video about a bagu bag and I was like I've I, never looked this up. I know you're think. loyal to your Lululemon belt bag. Yeah, like I know you I are, <laughs> but you can be a Lulu girly with okay. a bagu bag. And I actually thought to text uh, our little tavis group chat with yeah. all three of us girls uh-huh. that we've just talked about us going to disney i was like mm-hmm. i should ask if they want to borrow bagu bags because it yeah. will fit everything mm-hmm. and a water bottle and cameras mm-hmm. and all the things mm-hmm. and i was like i don't want to like ruin emily's life again by like <laughs> making her fall in love with something that like she'll constantly need the new color of that is true because you did that to me with Lulu so, If it ever comes you. out with a purple color, like I will instantly buy for <laughs> thank you. you. I need a. La- I like lavender. Lavender. Yes. Good to know. Good to know. I'm a lavender girl. Actually, side note. I'm so sorry. I was wearing this shirt <laughs> at work on Friday because it was um, it was band Friday. Oh, cute. So I was like, I wear my Taylor Swift shirt. Got a rep. You Obby. know. And I was wearing the same colored shoes. And then I was wearing my lanyard, had the same colored beads. And then I coincidentally did not even plan this. And honestly, the rest of the stuff didn't even plan. Like, I didn't plan my shoes to be purple. I didn't plan my lanyard to be purple. My Stanley was the same color purple. And one of my friend coworkers walks in and she's like, is your favorite color lavender? And I was like, I guess. You're like, thanks for putting it all together, yes. girl. I guess. If you only had the <laughs> lavender belt bag. My fit would have been complete. I actually looked them up just because I was you. curious. Yeah, $100 any- on Poshmark. I'm like, what the Seriously? heck? Seriously. Yeah, dude, they'd if be anyone, pricey. If anyone has one that they'd be willing to part with. <sighs> hit your girl up. up. <laughs> hit your girl up, please. Okay, dude. Current hyperfixation. We gotta know. Hmm. I, <laughs> I feel like my brain has just been dead this week. So it's just not like. No, it has not had any room for a fixation of any sort um probably sleep <laughs> sleep honestly um, that's not a bad thing yeah um i did think about something yesterday and i was like oh that is like a good hyperfixation but i forgot it what it was so i guess that's not a great hyperfixation <laughs> so um it could be sleep yeah let's just do sleep cuz I just been I've just been sleeping about I just been thinking about sleep lately. You're like, like so desperately want it and need yeah. it. I like wake up and I'm like sleep. I go to school <laughs> sleep. Dude, <laughs> the kids are like, oh, I want a nap, and I'm like, me too. I would love a nap. You're like, we're more alike than you think. Yeah, we're more alike than you think, my friend. I might seem seventy years old to you, but <laughs> we are we're one in the same. <laughs> Dude, yeah. no, I count it. There's been times, okay. there's weeks when, like, I feel like I hyperfixate on sleep for sure. Yeah, I feel like that's just been me. And I feel like protein's still in the ro- in the roster, it's still on the rotation. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. Like, I finally I that. figured out that I can 
on my little find my fitness pal pro thing i can look at what pro like i can see the amount of protein i've been eating and i'll be like i'm almost there i'm at 80 grams of protein and like it has kind of become a game for me so (laughs) dude i low-key love that have you been able to see any results the last couple of weeks i feel like like i i feel like yeah i feel like i'll put on my pants and i'll be like oh a little bit roomier or i'll be like my little pouch (laughs) well like i'll be like oh it's not as noticeable okay and so i think there has been definitely some progress i think it's a slow progress but i do think there's been a little dude love it yeah like i was had my arms crossed today and i like i was like oh my biceps are kind of sore because i did arm day yesterday and i like i was like "Mm, let me see and i flexed and i like something moved and i was like that's never happened to me before (laughs) dude i love that for you thank you any hyperfixation for you, my friend? Yeah, I've been okay. reading. Love. I've been reading. As you should, queen. So I just finished a book. It was, I think it was called, like, The Worst Best Man or something. Mm-hmm. It was by Lucy Score. And I'm reading this new one, and it's red. I can't remember the name of it. Is it yours truly. Maybe it's yours truly. Maybe it's yours truly. <gasps> I love yours Is it the red truly. one in the notes? I think so. And he's a Abby kidney Jimmy. donor? Yes, by Abby Jimenez. But yours truly. Oh, yeah, that one made me I'd be kicking my feet and giggling. Mm. It's cute. I related so. to that one. I, I'm not related to it, but I thought it was very sweet, and I thought it was very cute. It didn't have me kicking and giggling. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good book. It's a pretty good so book. So just trust us. Yeah. I started the four, like fourth wing because everyone's like, it's yes. so good. Yes. I hate it. Sorry about it. But You hate the biggest book off of book talk? Yeah. it's I am not into it. I'm not. Like, I've been trying to listen to it, and maybe that's my problem. I don't know. But I just think it's very boring. Like, I hate fantasy books. Like, I'll admit it. Like, the only fantasy book I love is Harry Potter. But it's because I feel like she did such a good world, like, good job of not building the world, like, in the first six chapters. She just built it as she went along. Mm -hmm. And I... um, and I hate books that just sit there and for the first six chapters, you're just learning about this new world. And you're like, I'm over this. And give like, me the cute yeah, characters. Like, just give me the cute characters. And like, I'm just not feeling it. Good to know, yeah, dude. Cause like, I haven't read it yet either. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Okay. You that's on me. First. That's me. So. So that's kind of like an unpopular opinion. Yeah. Sorry about it. Not it's... liking like the most popular book talk book at yeah. the moment. And but like, honestly, I kind of knew I wasn't going to like it because I don't like fantasy. I know. I'm um, I haven't gotten into it yet. My mm-hmm. friend did say like, "Hey, if your rom-coms are being predictable, mm-hmm. you should probably change genres." So, yeah, but I like, kind of like the predictability of rom-coms. I'm like as as long as everyone's happy, okay? Seriously, I feel the same way. <laughs> and stop breaking up. Okay? Sorry. I work hate through rooms. it like adults. <laughs> Just kidding. Us adults are like, "As long as it's happy." <laughs> Well, wait till I tell you about the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we have made it to Taylor time. We have made it to Taylor time. Like always, should I just read them and then you tell us all the things? Always, yes. She performed in Tokyo. Every photo she posted from the tour was in black and white. At least the first photo. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? That was suspicious. I think, I don't think it's a nod to rep. I think it's a... Tortured uh, poets. The torture. Because it was edited poets. like tortured poets. Not like yeah. rep is like 
black and white. Yep. Tortured Poets is like cream and like a light black. Yeah, like brownish colors. Yeah. I, so I think it's more of a nod to the Tortured Poets. Love it. Mm-hmm. But still suspicious. <laughs> still suspicious. <laughs> she made it to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. looked amazing, didn't look tired at all, did not look like she performed a world tour. No, seriously. Well, like one she didn't look like she performed a couple nights in tokyo i go to school for eight nine hours and i come back looking like a mess like her pony was perfect i know she inspired me i wore a pony yesterday because i was like if taylor can pull it off i can pull it off she's so darling with her bangs i kind of i was thinking about this today i'm trying to grow up my hair for the wedding so i have like long luscious locks for the wedding yeah and i kind of was thinking about this today i was like man Maybe, like, my hair length is roughly around the same length as Taylor's. And color-wise, too. And color-wise. What if I just cut some bangs? But my aunt always has to talk me out of getting bangs when I go see her. So (laughs) I know she'll do the same (laughs) when I see her next. (laughs) Okay, so she brought Ice Spice Mm -hmm. and Blake Lively. We know she's really good friends with Blake Lively. Yes. I know she's friends with Ice Spice, but I wasn't, like, I didn't think they were that tight that she would bring her. Yeah, I thought that was interesting yeah like all my kids all my students like all my kids sorry about it (laughs) but like all my students they were like i spice was there and hanging out with taylor and they were like that's weird and i was like well they have a song together and none of them believed me so you think they're just like tight from yeah i bet so like i bet i bet they're pretty tight from filming that okay Mm -hmm. um continue (laughs) okay so i saw a tiktok that said her outfit and jewelry was over like i want to say seventy five thousand dollars but i'm just gonna say seventy thousand plus dollars crazy crazy i wish that could be me i wish like i wish i just had that if i had that kind of money i'd buy a pontoon boat just wild yeah it's but crazy. I mean, like, if you got it, like, girl, who cares? Yeah. But, like, honestly, like, I loved her jewelry. I loved like, her outfit. I thought it was gorgeous. I thought her outfit was mm-hmm. so cute. Mm-hmm. I thought her shoes were so cute. Like, I was just obsessed with everything. There's an 87 so. on her shoes. Her pendant had 87. It was just darling. That's darling. Like, I was obsessed. The game going into overtime. Yep. Like, you literally had no clue who was going to win until mm. the very end. No. Seriously, like... Like, I, have, I thought it was over. Yeah. I have never been more invested in a football game in my life. Facts. Like, I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, what's going to happen? What's going down? Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. Like, Taylor being, like, literally until the end of the game being like, is my guy even going to win? Seriously. I actually honestly didn't think they were. I know. Same. I really didn't think so. But then I know. they did that last second touchdown and... That's what puts them over the edge. And I was like, all right. So good. Thank goodness. But one thing that was so sad is when Travis yelled at Andy Reid when there was the fumble. Mm-hmm. And it made me, like, sick. Yeah. Because so I was sad. like, we we don't be mean to Andy Reid. Nice guy. Nice guy. We love Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. And so me and Emily were literally texting and convincing <laughs> ourselves that he apologized <laughs> so we can feel better. But, like, who even freaking knows? I feel like... Travis is nice enough to like reflect and be like, I should not have done that. And I feel like he might make a statement about it on Wednesday. Well, he already did. Did he? Well, okay. I think he's talked about it in like interviews after the game and mm-hmm. stuff. And like they joked about it. Mm-hmm. So, but the thing is, like, 
And I don't want to like be like, oh, this behavior is fine because that yeah. really did give like red flags. Mm-hmm. But like, I think I was talking to someone about it and they're like, this is the biggest game of their career. Like yeah. even Andy Reid, like they're both mm-hmm. feeling it whatever he shouldn't have done it like shouldn't have yelled and like pushed like he like pushed him i or, like, think it looked like he pushed him i thought he was just like kind of run up and like and then i think like he got andy got startled but yeah. anyways i didn't like it at all made my mm-hmm. stomach hurt yeah and we've told ourselves that he's apologized yes i have convinced myself <laughs> and if he hasn't travis what are you doing dude taylor will probably make him Should be, that was uncalled for <laughs> okay this one i've been the most excited to talk about mm-hmm Taylor posting about her personal life on TikTok, like making jokes like she used to. That's crazy. Her and her parents in the club. She's Mm -hmm. like, this was supposed to be a family and friends event in the club. (laughs) And now I'm like, my parents are here. Yeah. And essentially hard launching Travis on TikTok. Yeah. Like the last time she's posted about a relationship was Calvin Harris. Like she never posted about Joe. Hardly ever. If she did, like. I honestly genuinely could not think of a personal post that she would have ever made. Joe. Maybe in her Miss Americana and that was it. Maybe, but, um, and maybe quote me if I don't quote me if I'm wrong, but like the last time that I feel like she was like that open with us or in general was with Calvin Harris. And we all know that was back in like 2015, 2016. So, so long ago. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, fam. I know, seriously um okay once okay once all this super bowl stuff comes down because i know like when you win the super bowl you like you go to the white house you you are on like talk shows you especially like the bigger players so travis and patrick and they Mm -hmm. go they go places and stuff so i'm assuming once this all calms down travis is probably gonna meet her on tour i hope he does but I will say, awesome. so the NFL offseason is about 11 to 15 weeks. Mm-hmm. But when you are, like, the best tight end, like, you have to be doing, like, workouts. And, mm-hmm. like, essentially you don't have, like, offseason. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't have games, but, like, you're in the gym training and stuff. Yeah. So I'm curious to see, like, he's so serious about, he, you can tell, he thrives being the best. Yeah. And so I'm curious to see if he is going to go to Europe yeah. for a time and like tour with her. Mm-hmm. And like if somehow, some way, like maybe he brings like, I don't know, a personal trainer or someone <laughs> yeah. with him. Yeah. Because I just, I don't see him slowing down because I think he's, he, I think he said that he's like, I have like, he wants a few Super Bowl rings. Yep. He has three. Yeah. And I, uh, I think he wants um... four. Well, yeah, well, when you listen to his, like, acceptance speech from Sunday and, like, they're all up on the stand and he's like, Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> he's like, um, we want, like, this is the second year that they've won in a row. Let's make it three. Yeah. And so I feel like that's a lot of pressure as well. And so I feel like he'll want that more than anything. And I really. feel like so there's so many eyes on this relationship that, like, if he does go to Europe, they're like, oh, he's not, like, caring about... You know what yeah. I mean? Like, everyone makes their mm-hmm. judgment, but... And, like, people have been doing that lately. Yeah. Like, when Travis didn't go with her to Tokyo, people were... Or with her to the Grammys. Like, people had to be like, well, he has a job. Like, he's literally... Like, <laughs> honestly... Okay, so, um, Kalab, my husband, mm-hmm. played college football. And when they would have a home game, mm-hmm. he couldn't sleep at home. Yeah. They had to sleep 
in a hotel the night before the game so they know where they are they're not getting in trouble Mm -hmm. all this stuff and so it's like okay that's college imagine you're playing in the super bowl in a week you think Mm -hmm. they're gonna let players just like go out and about like yeah no like seriously you're like watched you're like no messing up no Mm -hmm. nothing before this game yeah so i'm like oh yeah it makes sense like he is literally he said he had practice that day Mm -hmm. too yeah so and so i feel like people just aren't used to her being with a man that has a job so (laughs) (laughs) dang (laughs) roasted (laughs) facts but and so i feel like everyone was like why isn't he going to the grammys with her and it's like because he's busy yeah and like i think they both understand that they're both busy so yeah and i feel like it's both both so respected on both sides yeah. and then the last thing for me is travis and taylor in the club singing to taylor's music <gasps> it was beautiful he was singing to her they were dancing doing love story you belong with me mm-hmm. anti-hero the mm-hmm. whole works i saw there's this clip and she like put her arm on him mm-hmm. and was like talking into his ear and he grabbed her wrist and like leaned in and i was like ah. i could not yeah my soul had left my body yeah. at least that club played taylor swift dude they were playing taylor swift the whole time and i was also thinking Wish was that like, was us how what is that like for her <laughs> she's in a club and she's singing along to herself like I, what i feel like it might be kind of surreal uh-huh. like you're probably like why are they playing me <laughs> but I feel, yeah i i don't know i feel like i'd be like oh yeah i made ba- i make banger mu- music mm-hmm. everyone in this club's dancing facts yeah i wish the club that we went to in vegas played taylor they did not facts we should have been there last night or should have been there Seriously. on sunday night i've been partying <laughs> okay but before we get to topic time you have yep. some corrections yes <laughs> i was listening to previous episodes and i was like oh my gosh why did i say that <laughs> Like, what an idiot. Everyone listening is probably like, fake fan, fake Swindy. But, um, so here are my corrections. Um, and I believe it was the first episode. You're going way back, fam. Yeah, maybe second, <laughs> where I'm mentioning the songs that she released before the Eras tour started. I say, today was a fairy tale. She did not do that. She put out, this was a movie, if this was a movie. Okay. And that's the one that she, that was originally on Speak Now. But she moved it to Fearless. Oh, so it's this is if if this was a movie is the correct thing. I think I just be yapping, <laughs> and I get nervous, and I just say the wrong things. I promise I'm a real Swifty. I just start talking and make mistakes. I'm human. I feel that. And then core. in the fir- very first one, I said a picture to burn mentions a Drew. Picture to burn is about Drew, but she does not mention a Drew. She mentions a Drew and teardrops on my guitar. Got you. And I hope when I make these um, mistakes that real Swifties aren't like, oh my gosh, fake Swifty. They're like, you guys, I hope you guys know what I'm talking Like, you know no, I feel what like I'm that. talking about. And no. I think I just kind of start talking and then like my brain's going a million miles a minute. Well, and we're and, just like, and some of those we didn't even have like a sheet or anything. Yeah. And so I feel like I just kind of start talking and then i say the wrong thing and i feel that to my I core you guys know what i mean yeah <laughs> and i promise i'm a real swifty i'm not a fake fan <laughs> topic time so i'm actually so excited because yes. folklore and evermore in my mind was not her best mm-hmm. i thought 
boring. Yeah. Because give me Lover, give me 1989, give me Reputation, yeah. and then you give me these like slow albums that are mm-hmm. like indie-ish. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was just like, no. Like then that. went to the Airs tour and she played bangers. bangers. And I was like, you're telling me I was a punk <laughs> and I was not trying to listen to this? Then I watched the movie when it came out and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is some of her best. This yeah. is some of her best so then actually i mentioned this in the last episode that like folklore or evermore i can't remember was on my spotify wrapped like i was listening Mm -hmm. so i'm really excited because i know nothing about either of these albums okay the thing i think i know is that like she made them up yep like betty's like a fictional person yep um but low-key while I've been thinking about this episode, I was hoping mm-hmm. that you're going to come on and be like, you thought it was fake? No, it's real. <laughs> you champagne problems are real problems. Whatever. We'll get to it, my friend. Cool. I'm Patience. like, I'm so ready to learn today. Patience. I'm taking notes, all the things. Um, I'm oh, excited sorry. about Midnight's because I thought, actually, I didn't have anything. Also, mid- I said this last episode, I was thinking midnight's is like mm, it's okay yeah nothing crazy then now i'm like midnight's is my favorite album midnight midnight's was my most listened to album i feel like in 2023 mm-hmm. and anyways so i'm i'm ready okay i'm ready to hear well how i thought midnight's was the breakup album but then now we might chit chat a little bit about the tortured poets department yes anyways please start from the top Okay. Folklore. So, where we left off on Lover, COVID happened. Messed up Lover Fest. Yep. Nothing. World was shut down. No hope for anyone. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> like, it was a dark, dark time. Then, in about June, <laughs> Taylor Swift posts a picture of her. She's just like a cute little selfie. And she says the term, not a lot going on at the moment. And if you remember, that is a line from a shirt that she wears in the 22 music video Mm -hmm. and everybody's like so silly taylor (laughs) like there is not a lot going on at the moment so true bestie (laughs) then a month later (laughs) psych (laughs) (laughs) she's like guess what (laughs) new album dropping tonight at midnight music video at midnight and so i remember how fast up. do you think she wrote that album? I did you do you truly think she did both those albums during COVID? Yeah. So from February of 2020. Yep. And this was released in July. July. Yeah. And she made a music video all yep. in that time. Yeah. I think everyone I th- honestly think like I didn't I wasn't doing anything either yeah like I wasn't I I mean like I went and worked where I was working at the time Mm -hmm. and I did my job but I genuinely was not doing anything so you think like everyone was just bored and they're like yeah let's put out this album yeah I love it I do I think like I played a lot of Animal Crossing Mm -hmm. and so I think like I I do think she made that in that amount of time I I, I choose to believe her yeah (laughs) because um, I don't know how long vinyls take to make, but the vinyls weren't on sale when she dropped the album. Like you had to wait a couple, I believe if I remember correctly, I wasn't a vinyl collector when 
folklore came out. But if I remember correctly, I don't think the vinyls were in the stores for a while. Okay. After. So she dropped it knowing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was just like, I remember waking up one fine July morning. I was getting ready to go to work. And I'm like, oh, let's go on Instagram. Boom. Cardigan. Out at midnight. And I was like, what are you talking about? This is so new. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> and like everyone was freaking out. Everyone was like, folklore? What's that even going to be about? Yeah. And like if I remember correctly in the caption, she's like, these are not real songs. Like these are songs that we made up in the boredom of the quarantine. Like it was just such a surprise. Like because no one really expected anything. No one was like theorizing that she was going to drop anything. Like, everyone yeah. honestly kind of thought that the next album was going to be a re-release or like a re like a Taylor's version something. Yes. And so to have it be a com- whole completely new album, whole com- totally different vibe than from what she'd ever done. Yeah. It was a wild time. <laughs> um, my next thing is she actually put it out on the One Direction 10-year anniversary. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I'm dead serious because I actually remember this is so you um i remember waking up and being like all right we're getting a one direction reunion today yeah where we are getting new songs today what a great day to be a directioner yeah <laughs> like nothing. 10 year anniversary not a not a single thing and she gave you something <laughs> but she gave us something she and i knew was like nothing was going on with no. them so she's like i'll give you something <laughs> no, she was like i got you girl <laughs> but so she put it out on the one direction 10 year anniversary and i remember being Wild. like what yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, my next thing is Cardigan. Cardigan was the first single from Folklore. Okay. Uh, Cardigan's the only one from Folklore to have a music video. Okay. Um, I'm actually wearing my Cardigan scarf right now. You Love it. <laughs> love, because I don't have the actual Cardigan. Side note, if anyone wants to purchase that for me as well, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Hook a sister up. <laughs> Hook a sister up, please. But... Um, that's probably one of my biggest regrets is not buying one. <laughs> I feel that to my core. I got no merch. Mm-hmm. Um, Bon Iver, is that how you say it? Bon mm-hmm. Iver. She did a song with Bon Iver called Exile. Yes. And um, it's a banger. It's a banger. I actually think that was one of my favorite songs. I'd agree. On Folklore. Like, so good. Oh, such a good song. Um, and that's my next bullet point as well. Like when she sang it for the Eras tour, if you have not watched the video where she is singing it as a part of the acoustic set, mm. go listen to it because the crowd, because like, in the song they're like singing back and forth to each other. And since he was on stage, she actually, like the crowd was singing his parts. Love it. No, if you haven't seen it, it's chills. Chills. Oh. I'm telling you, I am obsessed with it. Homework. Homework, please. I hope you watched all the music videos. If you haven't, what are you doing? You're about to fail, so do one one. Yeah, seriously sitting on the wall at recess <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but um one of my other favorite songs is invisible string mm-hmm. um i went to vegas night one very shortly after she replaced invisible string with the one on the heiress tour why so did she do that i was one of wait <laughs> we were one of the only shows like glendale night one and two got it Las Vegas night one and two got it and then I'm pretty sure the next either the next one either the next city or the next one after that she switched it to the one and everyone was like hmm, 
That's weird. That's suspicious. That is suspicious. And then about a week later, the news breaks that her and Joe broke up. So, because Invisible String is claiming to be about Joe. Okay. Because um, it talks about a job that he used to work, and it's been proven that Joe used to work at a yogurt shop. And it's all about, it's a beautiful song about how there's invisible string always tying you together. Like you might see that string, but like that string has brought you to me kind of a thing. And then she took that off and she changed it to the one, which is a song about losing the love of your life. The one that got away, basically. Holy dude. (laughs) Holy. Yeah. So not to brag, (laughs) but I got invisible string. Sorry about it. That's crazy. But I do think she needs to put it back on the roster, please. <laughs> um, For real. The Grammys. Folklore got a lot of Grammys. Um, it won Grammy of the Album of the Year. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yep. So she's won four albums of the year. She won one for Fearless, which, side note, in the Time magazine, it says that she won a Grammy for Speak Now. She never won a Grammy for Speak Now. It was for Fearless. Get your stuff together time magazine time magazine like one of the biggest <laughs> magazines in the world seriously but they Act said like speak it. now it's fearless um and then she got one for 1989 folklore midnights love it yeah so and she won a lot of grammys her outfit's super cute it was like a cute little flower ensemble love it obsessed loved it <laughs> yes and was then it a short dress yes loved it's like it. mid-thigh so cute so cute obsessed with it the most iconic performance that she's ever done per to me personally okay she it's where we first see the folklore cabin that she brings out during the heiress tour mm-hmm. and she's like singing at this point she's already released evermore so she does a mashup of willow and oh my goodness i'm blanking, blanking on the other ones but it's a pretty good combination of like um evermore and folklore songs when and where is this the grammys it's the Grammys. So she's yes. winning album of the year yep. for folklore. Yep. But she also releases Evermore. Yes. But she doesn't get Grammys for that one. Nope. But for her performance, she does a mashup yep. for both albums. Yes. Love. Because they came out so close together. And we can see this on YouTube. Yeah, of course. Homework. Like, Catch yeah. the Grammys performance. Sorry about it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, William Bowery. I have is... no idea who that is. Are you ready? Yeah. So when she released uh, Folklore, there kept being all this stuff up. Almost dropped my papers. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Hot mess today, guys. Um, So there kept, this name kept coming up called, that was William Bowery. And everyone's like, who the H is this guy? Yeah. And they're like, no one can figure out who it is. Yeah. So then Taylor comes out with this thing and like people are kind of speculating that it's joe and everyone's like joe can't write a song yeah. <laughs> like, everyone's like that mm-hmm. yeah so then taylor does a long pond a folklore from the long pond studio session and that is available on disney plus if you have disney plus love it i also, will be watching taylor update there's where movies going to be on disney plus yes four new acoustic songs yes love love so she excited loves early. us she loves us Ugh. and cardigan finally because she kept it out of the movie version like the theater version as well as the um rental why don't know couldn't tell you but so people were like william bowery has to be joe 
And like we all like people figured out that Bowery is like this hotel that him and Taylor stayed out, stayed at all this time. Okay. And everyone was like, and people were like kind of going back and forth and they were like, it can't be Joe. And then I can't remember how it got confirmed, but during the Long Pond Studio sessions, Jack Antonoff, who helped produce and write Folklore, um, was like talking about William Bowery and like she was kind of like teasing Taylor. She's like, you know who it is. And everyone's like, Jack's like, no, I don't. No one knows who William Bowery is. And Taylor goes, well, William Bowery's Joe. And she says that William Bowery, a.k.a. Joe um, Alwyn, helped write a lot of different songs on folklore. And he also appeared once again on Evermore. And actually appeared on a lot of the really sad songs. Like he wrote um, Exile. What? She claims... In the Long Pond Studio session, I shouldn't say claims, but she says <laughs> that he was doing the piano version of Exile, and she walked in and was like, that's a beautiful tune, and they just kind of wrote a song together. Huh. So, yeah. This is so wild to me. Mm-hmm. So if you ever hear the term William Bowery, it's Joe. They just gave him a fake name. Yeah, because I think, I don't really know why they would have given him a fake name, but. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's interesting. Way interesting. Yeah. So there's a song. Sorry, I'm just kind of busting through these. <laughs> no, I'm like, keep going. I'm learning all these things. So there's a song called Peace. And I think it's a beautiful song. Um, it's about, I wish I could give you peace, but because of who I am, oh. I can't give you peace. Yeah. Um, she has a lot of different songs, like lines in there. Okay. Um, she says, there's robbers to the east clowns to the west do you know who the robbers are no scooter braun ah scooter braun because i think yeah he i think he worked, lives in new york okay and so um and then clowns to the west kanye west, kanye west. Yeah. i was gonna say kanye, kanye west. west so there's clowns to the west then she says i'd give you my sunshine i'd give you i'd give you my best but the rain is always gonna come when you're standing with me oh and so it's just about her apologizing for all the stuff that happens to her. And it's a very interesting song. Yeah. And then she says the line, would it be enough if I can never give you peace? She and like low-key knows. No, she knows. Because I feel, I, this is purely like me speculating, mm-hmm. but I feel like Joe, like once she kind of started getting popular again, I think Joe... Like, and given these lyrics, I felt like maybe she's overthinking it. Who knows? She's an overthinker just like me. (laughs) Yeah. But I think, I think having to write a song like this saying, would it be enough if I can never give you peace? I wonder if he made her feel bad about all the things. Yeah. Because why would she be thinking about this and singing about this? Yeah. And like, I'm very curious if he started being like, like, I can't handle the fame and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, dude, because you're a D-list celebrity. You have no, like... Seriously. I feel like, dude, if you're trying to be an actor, mm-hmm. you're literally, you kind of, like, signed up for, like, not living, like, a normal, quiet life. Mm-hmm. So I know actors and actresses can find a quiet, peaceful life. Yeah. But they really have to find it. Like, they have to... Like, I know it's been done. 
Mm-hmm. But it's like, sir, and then you're dating Taylor Swift. Yep. I feel like he got into it. I, I'm i curious to see the dynamics mm-hmm. because, I don't know, I, it's... I wonder if he's a lot more demanding than she is. Yeah. Like needy? Mm, like he's trying to call the shots. Oh, yeah. Like like she's just kind of like going with the flow, people pleaser type vibes. Second. <laughs> and then he's like the one that's like, this is how things got to be for us to have peace and mm-hmm. to like have the most ideal relationship. Yeah. But I'm just like curious that it's like how high were his expectations for certain things yeah I agree and I think it's just kind of like I wish I don't want to be like we should have seen the signs but I feel like I feel like when peace first came out we were like oh that's so sweet she's worried about like their relationship but I think we should have been thinking oh no why is she worrying like why is she worrying about not being able to give them peace yeah so that's folklore i can't really think of anything else to say about folklore it was a very short well-lived totally era. because short-lived because mm-hmm. the very next era was going to be starting yep so five months later <laughs> he, um in my notes i put exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point question mark question mark question mark um and about six more um exclamation points because you were so shocked i was i was genuinely so- shocked yeah. like I thought we'd have like another year. Mm-hmm. We'd have another, like she was very timely a, when it came to new she albums. She was honestly it was like two every two years. Yeah. So, f- COVID really stirred things up. Mm-hmm. And so, and then I put what in all capital letters because <laughs> it was the same thing. Woke up one fine November morning, November December morning, boom, new album, and I was like. Swifties Again. were probably loving this. No, it was a great time to be a Swifty because it was bananas. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was crazy. Like, cause, like, I love it. Like, artists go on, like, promotions of their new album. They drop singles. You know something's coming. Yeah. And to have it happen twice in one year. She's crazy. It was crazy. Love it. If I had a nickel for every time that happened... I'd have two nickels, but it's weird that it happened twice, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that TikTok sound is. Um, but it was bananas. Um, but she claimed that Evermore, or she says that Evermore is the sister to Folklore. Okay. And, but she, when she first came out with Folklore and would do interviews about Folklore, she would be like, a lot of the songs are fictional and a lot of them are about stories and a lot about like other people okay kind of things because she was notorious for writing about her own life yeah but at this point in time what life because everyone was in lockdown Mm -hmm. so she was like i just was playing and i was doing all these things she didn't really do that with evermore she did not play up the this is fictional these are about like these are fictional songs about fictional people like she didn't but she was up. doing that for Evermore. But she, no, she was doing that for Folklore. Oh, but she did wasn't so much doing that for Evermore. Yes, my apologies. Oh, okay. No, no, no. You're oh. right. My brain never follows, let's no. be honest. <laughs> oh, and also, I forgot to mention this for Folklore. I remembered one of the things I forgot to write down. I even was on my way here, and I was like, don't forget to put it in. <laughs> but um, The Last Great American Dynasty from Folklore is uh-huh. about 
um, the woman who lived in and built Taylor's house in, um, I'm blanking on where it is. Rhode Island? I believe it is Rhode Island. That's a very, like, uh, American dynasty place. Yes. That's what I'm guessing. And that. so it's a song about um, her. Her name's Rebecca Harkness. And she moved in, and everyone was like, well, ew. <laughs> like, no one was happy to have Rebecca in the house. And it's all about she had a marvelous time ruining everything. And, Whoa. like, it's such a good song. I love American um, Dynasty. Yeah, that was a great American song Dynasty. In, the, in the tour. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite part is that she goes, and then it was bought by me. And then she kind of goes on how she did the same thing because she did stir the pot in that little Rhode Island community that they actually made a Taylor Swift law because they were mad at her for moving into the community. And so it was like this tax law, and they called it the Taylor Swift law because they were mad that she moved in. What the actual heck? Yeah, and so it's kind of also just a middle, like how the timeline she made like Rebecca Harkness made everybody mad but Taylor Swift also made everybody mad and she says she had a so originally she says she has a marvelous time ruining everything then she goes I had a marvelous time ruining everything so it's a beautiful like little transition song and she talks about this in the long pond studio sessions where she's like oh um like she talks about how she loved making that like little switch over to Dude. where it was she to I. Um, That's wild. Yeah, it's a great song. Sorry, back to Evermore. Evermore okay. always gets slept on. Sorry about it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one of my favorite songs is Champagne Problems. Mm-hmm. Such a good song. Banger. Um, Especially, I can't wait for ever. If you haven't seen the Eras Tour movie, mm-hmm. I'm excited that now you can mm-hmm. on Disney Plus March 15th. <laughs> Champagne Problems was one of my most favorite songs played. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, like, it's just such a beautiful song. I can't even describe it. And at the time, people were like, that's an interesting song. William yeah. Bowery did help write Champagne Problems. Okay. Um, and at the time, people were like, this is a really interesting song. Who's the song about Taylor? Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> and um, like, she would never say who it's about. But if you don't, if you're not aware, it's about a girl turning down a proposal and so then people kind of started thinking oh maybe taylor doesn't want to get married because at this point her and joe had been dating for about four years mm-hmm. they're both well um i don't know how to word this they're both well um like they're well off yeah you know like they're in a good time of life time where, like of life. they could get married they could just be single like mm-hmm. they're life trajectory is looking great for both of them yeah and so people were kind of like it's weird that they've been together for four years and not even a proposal Mm -hmm. and so people were kind of like maybe taylor doesn't want to get married but then everyone was like well that's weird because in lovers she sings a song about um how she likes shiny things but she'd still marry you with paper rings yeah so people were like i think taylor does want to get married but maybe she doesn't Mm -hmm. so we're like well good for her power to you girl yeah (laughs) but um, so people thought that was interesting. And then that he helped her write it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's weird to me. And then she, um, and she also sings this in the Eras tour, but she sings a song called Tolerate It. And it's about tolerating, like a person tolerating someone else's love. Like you feeling like you're giving your all to a relationship and the person's just tolerating it. And... I, this is my favorite part in the whole Eras tour. I'm actually, 
I lie. Reputation's my favorite part. I go hard. I do love that. <laughs> reputation. She comes went hard on. for reputation too, though. Mm-hmm. But like, I think tolerate it's such a beautiful piece of work because uh-huh. the whole time she's setting up a table and she's yes making she's pouring the water she's setting the plates out she's doing all the stuff trying to make it look beautiful and wonderful and then the dancer comes out and he's just ignoring her the whole time yeah. and she eventually she climbs up on the table and is basically saying like look at me look at me like give me the love that I deserve and he still just ignores her and so Joe is helping well William yes. is helping her write this album, mm-hmm. but it's sounding like this could be fitting into maybe her life at mm-hmm. the moment. Yeah, and people are kind of like, oh, it's just a really good song. But I have been saying, and I'm putting this on the record right now, I have been saying for years that if you are in a happy, healthy relationship, you cannot write the song Tolerate It. Yeah. I have said it for years. I will say it for more. <laughs> and like, I, I don't, like, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I am. Maybe you can be in a happy help with you relationship and be writing a song of this degree or multiple, multiple songs of this degree because there's also happiness and um, all this other stuff. And like Taylor's always like, well, me and Joe just love sad songs. Mm. I love sad songs too, but that doesn't mean I'm able to write the song, but I'm also not a songwriter, so. True, <laughs> true. I'm not a songwriter, but I will say in a relationship – there's times when you give more than your partner gives you mm-hmm. and vice versa when your partner is giving more than you can give. Mm-hmm. But you should always know that they love yes. you. And if mm-hmm. you don't, then I feel like that's a topic to yep. talk about. And you feel So like- the tolerated song is kind of wild. Yeah. And you just shouldn't feel like they're just tolerating you. Yeah. You should like it. Like you said, you should still know that they still love you. Yeah. You know. So, hmm. it's a tough one, my friends. <laughs> it's a tough one. <laughs> then her, one of my, another, sorry, so annoying. <laughs> one of my favorite songs is also Marjorie. And that's about her grandma. Yes. And so it's about her grandma, Marjorie. I forgot her last name. I'm so sorry, Marjorie. She was an aspiring opera singer. And it's just a beautiful song about how she like misses her grandma (laughs) and like all the life lessons her grandma taught her and um like all the things she wishes that she could have done differently with her grandma before she passed away dang and not to get all deep but my grandma passed away when I was young as well and so I I cannot listen to Marjorie without just bursting into tears yeah (laughs) because it's just so sad and then hearing it live it was so emotional I was very sad Dang. <laughs> and um, something that I find very beautiful about Marjorie is she, so Marjorie was an opera singer and actually if you listen towards the end of Marjorie you can hear like a opera singing and it's Marjorie and it's a recording of her singing oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so and I think it's just a beautiful song because Marjorie now gets to join Taylor on her stage while she's performing sold out stadiums that's wild to me and <sighs> Because she never got to see that, obviously, because she passed away when Taylor was very young. Yeah. But I think it's a beautiful song. I can't listen to it without sobbing. Dude, I don't freaking blame you. (laughs) And and at Coney Island, um, she's saying with... Oh, my gosh. I'm a blanking. 
She sang it with the Nationals and Aaron Desner. Um, he he's like one of another one of her producers and another one of her songwriters. Oh wow! He works along like her, Jack Antonoff and Aaron, are like the trio. Okay. Like the golden trio, basically. Love them. Like they both, all three of them wrote, pro- co-produced Folklore and Evermore together. Wow. Mm-hmm. But he's also. Aaron Desner is also a part of the Nationals, and so the Nationals accompany and are featured on Coney Island, and it's a beautiful song, and it's a song about, like, I'm sitting on a bench on Coney Island wondering where did my baby go, and it's just reflecting on all the mistakes that you made in a past relationship, and people actually think, yeah, also think that the bridge, each line is a reference to a past relationship. She says, I'm sitting, I'm on a bench in Coney Island wondering where did my baby go. The fast times, the bright lights, the merry go. And that's a reference to, um, like, debut Fearless because, like, she's growing up fast. She's being launched into stardom. Yeah. She's getting all these bright lights shined in front of her. Mm-hmm. And, like, it kind of, she kind of feels like she's on a merry-go-round. Oh, wow. Um, and then, sorry for not making you my centerfold. Um taylor lautner okay um over and over lost again with no surprises disappointments close your eyes and it gets colder and colder when the sun goes down that's an f reference to red and that actually actually references red again and then the sight that flashed before me was your face um the crash with harry okay um when the sun goes down but i think that i forgot to say your name calvin harris because she says in the Miss Americana doc that when she won the Grammy for 1989, she says that she felt like she had no one up there with her. And she, like, at the time, and at the time of making 1989, she was dating Calvin. Didn't say his name when she accepted the award. Yeah. Never was like, thank you to my boyfriend Calvin for, like, listening to all my support, like, all my songs, all the support. And she didn't say his name. Um, Sorry for not making you my centerfold. So that's kind of like, and she repeats that again. So people think that's kind of Tom Hiddleston. Okay. Because people kind of theorize that she, Tom gave more than she did in that relationship. So okay. all those like lines are kind of just references from Dude, past that's relationships. wild. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is a song reflecting on like, where did my baby go? Like, what did I do? And it's just going through like what she Dang. might have done wrong in those relationships. So, yeah. That's sorry. a lot of, like, reflecting. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for letting me look that up. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. And then I put, is this accurate to her life? And we've kind of mentioned this <laughs> a little bit. I feel like, of course, there's some, like, fictional songs on Evermore, like Nobody, No Crime. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I that's fictional, that Taylor. Actually, I like that song because of the Ares tour. Yeah. I, mean, I love that song. I know. I it's, wish like, on my liked uh, songs. When she... So, Haim, the Haim sisters opened up for your show, right? Yeah. When they didn't open up for your show, or when, for, when they didn't open up for shows, they, she played Tis the Damn Season. Okay. Instead of Nobody, No Crime. Oh, okay. So, I saw Tis the Damn Season. And I got Nobody, No Crime. Yep. Okay. Because the Haim sisters were, are featured yes. on. So, but I would have given anything. It was good. <laughs> I really liked that. it. I love it. But people theorize that Evermore is a little bit more accurate and a little bit more 
about her life, then she kind of lets everyone believe. So, but that's all. I do. I'm a big fan now. I, every album I like now, I just have to get some used to it. Yeah. I always have to be in a certain mood for certain albums, Mm -hmm. but I do love every album. You want to know what album I'm always in a mood for? Mm -hmm. Midnight's. Yeah. Me too. Always. Me too. At the, I mean, right now. Yeah. Mine's 1989. Like, I, you could put on any song from 1989, and I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Dancing. <laughs> Facts. But. Dude, um, we're moving on to Midnight's. Yeah. Evermore was a fairly short one, because yeah. literally a couple months later, she releases Fearless Taylor's version. Yes. Then a couple months after that, Red Taylor's version. Mm-hmm. Then about a year later, Midnight's. Yes. So, everyone, and once she started doing Fearless... Taylor's version, Red Taylor's version. When she did those two, everyone was like, "It's we're in the re-record era. Like, we're not getting new music for a long time. The only new music we're going to get is, like, vault songs. Yeah. Right? And so then she is up on stage at the VMAs accepting an award for um, best, I forgot what it was, but, like, best short film or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. for the All Too Well 10-minute version short film. And she's like, I think now would be a great time to tell you. And at the time, everyone was like, oh, my gosh, it's big now. It's 1989. Like, everyone's, like, freaking out because everyone thinks it's, like, a re-record. And then she says, my new album, Midnight. Uh, She says, and then I'll tell you more about it at midnight. And we're like, because it's like, heart, 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 heart. And then you find out that she has a song called Midnight's, and it's 13 tracks from throughout her life. And that's what she says that it's about is it's 13 tracks throughout scattered like nights that she's spent up scattered throughout her life. Doesn't make sense. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's I did what, not know that. Well, that's what she says. So <laughs> assuming. Yes. That like some of it's recent. Mm-hmm. Some of it's a long time ago. Yep. Through other relationships. Yep. But Bejeweled is definitely about Joe. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about it in a second. But everyone's like, <laughs> what? That's wild. <laughs> and then she, like, one of my favorite al- outfits. I'm obsessed with this outfit. She's going to the VMA after party. She just posts. She just hit post on Instagram. Mm-hmm. She's walking out. She's wearing this gorgeous blue, like, gorgeous blue mini dress with stars all over it. Mm-hmm. And a white fur coat. She's walking in, looking Love. gorgeous. Love. And then everyone's like, oh, cool. Everyone's, like, freaking out. And then there's this video of joe joe went with her to the after party and joe they're like running to the car and of course. at the time everyone was like oh so cute they just want to get away from the paparazzi like how tender like they're just they're just so in love that they can't wait to get in the car hold on to that thought for a minute with me please okay <laughs> so everyone's like oh so cute relationships just fine not a problem with the relationship she does Midnight's Mayhem with me, and that was how she announced the track list, and I mentioned this last episode, mm-hmm. where she would, there was like little bingo balls, and she would like spin the little bingo thing, do, 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 do. number would come out, she'd be like, oh, this is number 13, this is Mastermind, and oh, and while she's doing it, she picks up like a red telephone, and she like speaks it into the microphone, with okay. the, she'll be like, track list number 13 is Mastermind, then hang up the phone. And that was kind of all Midnight's Mayhem with me was. And sometimes she would explain what the song was about okay. after she posted it. Um, and she would do it random. Like, there was not 
it wasn't like an everyday thing. Okay. It was like when it was probably once a week <laughs> type of thing until the song was out, until the album was out. Um, something that's an Easter egg that no one can figure out and no one has been able to figure out. Okay. Is that for three of the track lists, she's holding the phone upside down. What does that mean? <laughs> like, and no one's been able to figure it out. We used to think it was a sign for the re-records and everyone was like, all right, it is like... This is the referencing when the re-records are going to come out Weird. or what order they're going to come out. But none of them have ever come to fruition. None of them have ever been right. And so I kind of think that the red phones being upside down is her just messing with us. <laughs> she knows we read too much in this stuff. <laughs> and she's like, you know what? We'll really screw them up. <laughs> if I held the phone upside down. <laughs> LOL. Phone upside down. So... I hope one day we'll figure out why three of them are upside down. Okay. I hope. Probably not. If she comes on the <laughs> podcast, I'll I'll bring it yeah. up. Be like, yo, why the were phone, you? The red phone, upside down, three times. Is why? that just an LOL moment yeah. or what? Were you just in a silly, goofy mood? Had too much champagne? Like, what's up? <laughs> like, what's the deal, Taylor? Love and light. <laughs> Love and light, girl. Um, so then, like, the weeks leading up to Midnight's was so much fun because she would do, like, these little clips and she would have the tune of Mastermind in the background, and it would be all the music videos that she was going to come out with. Love it. And, like, it was awesome. And then she did, like, this thing where it was, like, Midnight, and it was, like, a little calendar, and it, like, wrote what the release week of Midnight's was going to look like and all the shows she was going to go on and all this stuff. I love it. hmm So it was way fun, and then she said that at 3 a.m. the night of Midnight's that it was being released that she was going to have a surprise and everyone was like hmm, what's the surprise so midnight's comes out banging bangers yeah like i remember listening to like hearing the beginning of lavender haze would life was life-changing mm-hmm. <laughs> genuinely and um like and here's her going me me at midnight yep i was shook for real life shook it like you should oh patrick was not home that night it was a good thing he wasn't because i was blasting that music <laughs> <laughs> but so then at 3 a.m she is like actually there are one two three four five six seven seven new songs that weren't going to be on the original album but she decided to release and so she has a 3 a.m edition i don't have that um it's really there's cds but not on spotify phones. it's on spotify you just have to so when you look up midnights you ah. only get midnights yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. look up the 3 a.m. edition. Okay. I'm have doing you not, right have you not listened to these songs? Dude. Caitlin. I'm learning as we're going. Well, thank goodness I'm going to tell you about these songs. Please. Girly Pop. Oh, bless. <laughs> I really am like, I'm not just like, oh, wow, no. crazy. Goosebumps. I'm like legit like learning as yeah. we're all listening. Girl. Like you're listening? Dude, me too. I got you. Dude, never even heard these songs in my life. Okay. so I hate great- my life. <laughs> So the Great War is about having a fight with your significant other. Okay. It feels like a war. Uh-huh. And then you kind of come back together okay. after the war. Okay. And um, it's a pretty good song. Okay. Um, Bigger Than the Whole Sky, I don't recommend listening to <laughs> Well, I do recommend listening to it. Is it but sad? It was, I, yep. I ugly sob. Ooh. every single time i listened to it on my way home from the airport i was sobbing on the way home aye, just aye, because aye. i was listening to that song 
Um, it's a song about losing someone you love or something you love and okay. how they were bigger than the whole sky. Oh. And it it's kind of goes through like the five stages of grief. Wow. And it's a beautiful song because you don't even like realize you're doing it. Like you don't even realize you're going through the five st- stages of grief. Yeah. Until you like go back and you're like, oh, she's bargaining right there. She's arguing. She's accepting. She's wow. whatever the five stages of grief are. She's going through them. Okay. It's a beautiful song. Heartbreaking is all. Yeah. Like, oh, I, <laughs> I don't even have the words for it. Cause like I, dang, I can't listen to it without crying. <laughs> Dude, I believe it. Um, Paris is very good. It's actually pretty popular on Swifty TikTok. Okay. Um, cause it starts with your ex friend's sister met someone at a club and he kissed her. And it's just kind of like your guy gossiping with your best gal pal okay. kind of a thing. But I do like Paris. Paris is pretty good. High Infidelity. This is a song that people think is about her cheating on Tom Hiddleston with Joe. Okay. Because it talks about meeting up with someone you shouldn't be meeting up with. Okay. And um, this was very popular on the show that she did on April 29th. But it goes, do you really want to know where I was April 29th? Okay. And do I have to tell you about the constellations in his eyes? So it's about infidelity. (laughs) Dang. And April 29th, if you recall from last episode when we met Joe, April 29th is pretty soon after the Met Ball. Okay. So. Dang. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Glitch. People reference Glitch a lot because it's just like, I think there's been a glitch. Five seconds later, I'm passing in myself to you with a stitch. And I'm not even, sorry, you got me on tangent, <laughs> but it's just about having a glitch. I don't really know. I, I honestly. glitching all the time, no. so I'm like, this song might be relatable. Yeah. Glitch isn't one of my favorites. I'm sorry, Taylor. No but worries. This is the one I'm surprised you haven't heard of. Would have, should have, would have, could have, should have. It is about our dear pal, Mr. John Mayer. And it talks about, and it's about an older woman reflecting on a relationship that she had when she was younger and all the things that she would have should have or would have could have should have done dang and it's a very beautiful song it's a very powerful song because it's talking about like if i never blushed then they would have never wished to whispered about us if i never touched me they could have um i could have gone along with the righteous some like stuff like that and it's talking about how what she would have could have should have done with that relationship in the song um and in the song she goes and i damn sure never would have danced with the devil at 19 and now that i'm grown i'm scared of ghosts memories feel like weapons oh dang um and now that i'm grown i wish you would have left me wondering and then she says the line which is very interesting we're looking at you john mayer (laughs) she says give me back my girlhood it was mine first I did. Yeah. So it's a very beautiful song. Very sad, but it's about John Mayer. Dang, dude. And all the stuff that he kind of took from her. Okay. And then, dear readers, it's kind of just like talking to the fans. Oh, being like, dear reader, um, if it feels like a trap, you're already in one. Like, she already got us in that trap. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a good song. Um, Those are the 3 a.m. songs. Those came out on the same night that Midnight's came out on. Oh, dang. So yeah. those are kind of like fault tracks. 
yeah kind of like vault tracks but we got them yeah but we got them so if you haven't listened to those songs when you're looking up or on spotify apple music whatever you listen to music on go midnight's 3 a.m edition and you still have like the first 13 songs but you have to go scroll down and these are like the next couple after the 13th one i think i know what you're talking about because when i went to look for midnights i think Mm -hmm. i saw that option and i was like no i'm here for midnights i want to hear only midnights yeah so now i need so these are all gonna be it's kind of exciting because (laughs) i feel like now he's got new songs yeah like i just got like my own personal ball track yeah you did does that make sense you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) but i'm excited to hear about the next point Mm -hmm. anti-hero controversy yes so when she did the midnight's anti-hero music video so it's her she's kind of being chased by an evil version of her yeah like so she's good then there's this evil version kind of chasing her and it's kind of telling her, oh, you're not good enough. You're not a good enough singer. You're not like, and it's just kind of like that, you know, that little voice in your head that's like, you're not good enough. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And so it's just kind of like a personified version of that voice in her head. And at one point in the music video, Taylor stands on the scale. And when she's standing on the scale, the scale doesn't read any numbers. It just goes to the word fat. Okay. And so people were, and like the little um, anti-hero was like, Mm-mm-mm-mm. that's not good. And like Taylor's very obviously not fat. Yeah. <laughs> but if you think, but so people were mad that she was calling herself fat. But the thing is, is when that little voice in your head is like, you're fat, like. it's You believe it. You believe it. And yeah. like Taylor in the, during the 1989 era did struggle with body like images yeah and so like I felt like that was such a reasonable thing to put in because it was something that she struggled with and I think that's one of those things that's like when you struggle with that you always struggle with it yeah and I agree like it's like and when you have that little voice in the back of your head and that voice never really goes away no matter how much being relatable yeah and so but people were really mad about it because they were like, Taylor's not that. I can't believe she would ever do that. But then a couple years ago during 1989, they probably were the ones calling her fat. Yeah. <laughs> but so Taylor actually re-edited the anti-hero music video to take that part out. So now she, you see her stepping on a scale and the little anti-hero villain dude just leans over, looks down, and then like stands up and shakes her head at her. Okay. So they changed that. They edited that out wild yeah it's crazy i don't think they should have taken it out um uh, so to try to get anti-hero to the number one spot they kept doing like re-releases of anti-hero anti-hero as a single remixes of anti-hero and at one point jack antonoff does a like joins her like they do a little remix with Jan- jack antonoff oh, I think and I no yeah i think i did see that and they actually make fun of art bros yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's a certain little art bro that we know by the name of Joe Alwyn. <laughs> so, but she makes fun of him and people are kind of like, oh, does Jack not like, uh, does, do they, does he not like him? <laughs> and like, no one really, I covered was like, oh, that's weird. But no one really says anything. Then in the line, instead of Taylor, like where Taylor normally would say, say tale as old as time, mm-hmm. um, Jack says, Taylor, you'll be fine. And so people actually do that at the Eras tour now. Oh, okay. They'll go, Taylor, you'll be fine. <laughs> so that's what Taylor, you'll be fine is. Okay. Is from a little remix she does with Jack Antonoff. 
Okay, that's sick. Yes. So we are to Joe. That be Joe <laughs> that is be what it Joe. says on the paper. <laughs> Except says the word. So April 9th, 2023, I was at the Gateway in Utah. <laughs> I was at a car show and my best friend, Megan, <laughs> texts me. One of my best friends, Megan, texts me and is like, did you see the news? And I said, what news? You're like, <laughs> and she oh, says, no. she says, Taylor and Joe have broken up. And I said, shut up. <laughs> you're, you're lying. Like, you're joking. I'm like spiraling in front of the Dave and Busters. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly where you're at. I'm genuinely like, what? <laughs> like, Patrick's making me, like, I'm at this car show. There's a lot of car people around, loud cars. And I just find out that Joe and Taylor broke up. So I'm like, what on earth? What on earth? <laughs> so then no one really knows why. They just say they went their separate separate ways. It was amicable. That's all anyone's really saying. So who announces this? E. e so News. Taylor, Taylor's publicist mm-hmm. tells E! News. Yep. They've split up. Yep. And so E! News tells the, the world. Okay. Yes. And everyone, like every news outlet is like, oh my gosh. Everyone's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Love is dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's, everyone's freaking out. And then people are like kind of sad and they're like, but then people kind of start reflecting on it. They're like, midnights. Hmm. Midnights. Midnights. Hmm. Hmm. And then when you kind of think about it, like when Midnights came out, people were trying to guess what era or what, who each song was about. Mm-hmm. But nobody could really, there was a couple songs that people were like, from what we know about some relationships, this doesn't fit. This isn't adding up. This isn't adding up. And so like Bejeweled. People could not for the life of us. I think we probably thought it was about Calvin Harris. Yeah, but it wasn't. And then people were like, wait, who who truly locked Taylor in a basement? Joe. Joe. William <laughs> Bowery. Bowery. So people were like, is Midnight's a breakup album? And that's and that's where I became a Swifty. Yep. And people are like. And we're at the weird. bottom of our. Yes. <laughs> but people are like, that's weird. That's suspicious. And then people kind of started overanalyzing anything that they ever did together, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. Like that episode video that I was talking about when Midnight's, Midnight's, the party, that like the VMA's after party, and he's like, they're running to the car. If you look, it kind of looks like he's more dragging her wow. to the car. He's in front. He's like booking it, and she's like kind of like, she's running in heels. Yeah. And so then people are like, that's interesting. That like, it looks like he's like pulling her. And then people find other pictures of him tending to be the one running and she's kind of trailing behind. Or there's pictures of her like looking all happy and like being like, oh, cute, I'm with my bae. And he's like the grumpy cat. And like he looks unhappy. He looks like there would be pictures of her. Like there would be a video of them at an award show that they went to together and she would be like kind of all over him and he would just be very stoic and not like responsive and people were like wait that's it's weird yeah it's weird weird, people now (laughs) a couple weeks later she's at a show in somewhere or other utah not utah she never went to utah (laughs) um when she's at an aerostore show in the middle of somewhere usa and she is like surprise guys 
only at the show will be available will be the Till Dawn editions, which will have the song Hits Different, Karma featuring Ice Spice, yep. Snow on the Beach with more Lana Del Rey, mm-hmm. and You're Losing Me. Yep. And people were like, okay, we've heard Hits Different. That was like the Target exclusive song. Like, because sometimes she has a deal with Target. Well, they will usually get, like, a Target exclusive Love it. song so that they sell more records at Target. Love Very Target. Very brand for fans. No, love. If you love Taylor, you love Target. Yeah, well, well that's my life. So, <laughs> but, um, so, like, we knew Hits Different. We had heard Karma with Ice Spice, like, the weekend before. You're just like, yay, finally more Lana Del Rey and no Snow on the Beach. Because the original, you don't really hear, hear Lana mm-hmm. Del Rey. Mm-hmm. So then this one has more of her. She's featured more. And people are like, what, you're losing me. So people go to the show, <laughs> buy the album, go back to their cars, put on You're Losing Me. And it explodes on TikTok. And she's broken up with Joe at the time. She's, uh, it's been reported that they've been broken up. And you're like... When was the song written? Well, no one knows that at well, that I point. I think I remember people yeah. like being like, when was this written? Yeah, because how did she get this out so fast? Yeah. Because it's talking about being so in love with someone and then just them not caring enough, tolerating them. Yeah. And... Which is from Evermore. Yes. And... Than, than losing them. Yeah. And it features the line. I'm just going to read the whole bridge. Give okay. me one just one second. <laughs> Actually, while you look that up, mm-hmm. um, side note, yes. I first heard You're Losing Me mm-hmm. because Megan, our yes. mutual friend, mm-hmm. we were driving home. You had flown home yes. and we were driving home and she had it on her phone. She was able to buy it. <laughs> Before they released it on Spotify back in December. Yeah. Well, so I also bought it. So then, so you could only buy and you could only hear the song on the CD at the tour. Yeah. And everyone was like posting it on TikTok. You were hearing it on TikTok. You were hearing um, people were kind of copywriting it. Is that the right word? Or pirating it. Yeah. Onto Spotify where you could listen to it there. And like, I'm losing my mind. I'm in Lake Tahoe on a little cute little vacay with my fiance and I'm like Love what's it. going on yeah <laughs> like, you're always somewhere with Patrick yeah something big's happening <laughs> genuinely and so I'm like flipping out and I and then like well, I'm listening to it and then she announces that for 48 hours the version that you can buy at the store at the concert was available on her store for 48 hours I was like, she's going to release You're Losing Me, like, next week. I'm you not bought gonna, it anyways, though. I, well, yeah, but I was like, I'm not going to buy it. And then, like, I was like, I was like, oh, my gosh, should I buy it? Oh, <laughs> should I buy it? And, like, I was, like, agonizing over it. As you should. And then Patrick was like, just buy it. Because <laughs> I wouldn't stop talking about it. Yes, King. And he was like, just buy it. And then we were in a really bad part of Tahoe where there was no service. And I was about to run out of time. But I luckily, I bought it. I think I accidentally bought it twice, actually. <laughs> but at least you got it. <laughs> but at least I got it. And so that's how I would have to listen to it from like May-ish to December-ish. Is Which I would is, have to you go had in... some time. Yeah. So I would have to go into my files yes. and listen to it That's there. how Megan showed us. Yep. And the beginning of the song is very beautiful because it starts with like a... 
and it sounds like a heartbeat. Yes. And she's talking about finding a pulse, like my heart won't start anymore. Talking about like my heart won't start for you anymore. Dang. And she're and then you kind of go through the song and you can still kind of hear the beat. And then she goes, I can't find a pulse. My heart won't start anymore for you because you're losing me. You're losing me. And then she kind of says that along. She says that for a while. And then we're going to we're going to get into the bridge and we're going to analyze this line by line. I'm very sorry, but I've been so excited to talk to you guys about this. (laughs) But so she goes, how long can we be a sad song? She wrote a lot of sad songs with him. Yeah. Till we were too far till we were too far gone to bring back to life. I gave you all my best me's, my endless empathy, and all I did was bleed as I tried to be the bravest soldier, fighting in only your army. Front lines, don't you ignore me. I'm the best thing at this party. Mm-hmm. You're losing me. And I wouldn't marry me either, a pathological people pleaser who only wanted you to see her. So Joe didn't see our girl. No. And then once people heard that line, and I wouldn't marry me either, it made people be like, so Taylor did want to get married. It was Joe who didn't want to marry her. I have full body chills. But they're like not good chills. Yeah. It's like, like icky chills. chills. Yeah. It's like sad chills. And like everyone's <sighs> losing it on TikTok. Everyone's She was like, she was gonna marry that guy. She I think she wanted to marry him. And he didn't. And he didn't want to marry her. So she stuck around. Mm-hmm. And I think she stuck around waiting for him. So do you think she was like, this isn't, this isn't working? I, I recently seen a theory that people think that he actually gave her an ultimatum. He said, yes, you give up music and I, you stay with me or you keep doing music or we're done. Yeah. I think I've heard low, I low key have heard that too. Cause it's, cause then once the tortured poets departments was announced, he came out with a statement saying that he wished to be removed from her narrative. Dude, you can't. That's suspicious. You suck. You yeah. low-key suck. High-key like, suck. What? I'm very nervous for the torture the poets department. Because what, what kind of heartbreak is this going to bring me? I know. I'm happily like, married and I'm about to get wrecked. Same. <laughs> like, I'm not married yet, but happily a fiancé, happily engaged. It's gonna be a pet. It's gonna be so much fun, but it's going to be a very sad time because I think we're gonna realize a lot about what these past six years have held for Taylor. I can't wait for the next album. Ugh, me too. I'm excited for this album, and mm. I'm gonna be so happy for the girls that get to use the album during a breakup, <laughs> their own uh-huh. breakup, which yep. is like sad for them. But like, yeah. you're about to have some bangers to relate to. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited for like the sunshine at the end of the tunnel. Yep. And, like, to get, like, another lover or, like, another 1989 yep. vibe. Me too. But, like, that's the thing. She might not go that vibe. Yeah. But there's a there's a chance. Yep. So it's, like, she comes out with this heartbreaker. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we get, like, I'm back. Yep. Album after. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want. <laughs> I want these Travis songs. Girl, me too. <laughs> but. Yeah. So people are kind of like, this is interesting. When did she write this? Because I don't know how long it takes CDs to get made. Yeah. When did she decide to do this? And then Joe Antonoff said. Yep. And so then for her birthday, December 13th, 1989, just in case anybody forgot, 
<laughs> she for her birthday she announced that she wanted to release you're losing me on streaming mm -hmm. so finally i can listen to it on apple thank you taylor don't <laughs> have to go to my files and find it but um and so then jack antonoff who helped her produce the song posted uh on his instagram on his instagram stories. story where it was like a picture of taylor eating raisins and it was like i don't remember exactly what it said but it was like so lucky to work with this girl who after just shortly after eating these raisins went and recorded you're losing me and he put the date and that it was the, the date. photo was from and it was from 2021 <sighs> so at this point and she didn't say that they were broken up until april mm, it was like april's 7th 9th um, 2022 2023 2023 yep so do you think she stuck with him for like while she wrote that song i'm very curious i want to i i'm wondering if she tr kept trying to make it work and be like this is gonna work this is gonna work he's gonna like he's gonna let me keep doing what i want to do he's gonna keep like he's gonna do this or like maybe i will give up music who knows yeah but we also don't know if that's what happened but yeah. like me we'll find out on april 19th <laughs> <laughs> but um like i like this is gonna work and then i think when it finally wasn't working anymore it was because they when they first broke up people were like the publicists would always be like they had broken up multiple times before no oh. one knew about it but they always came back to each other but this one was just the the final the final one okay that makes sense yeah so dang dude yeah so that's all I have for midnight. Dude, that's wild <laughs> info. The tortured post department. It's going to be a mouthful. I know, dude. It's, but we'll get it. Yeah. I'm very excited for this album. I can't wait so to see excited. what it has. We talked about this last week. We're buying merch. Even yes. if we... I don't even have to listen to it. I'm mm -hmm. buying stuff yeah, from I already the website. Because I'm tired of not having cool things. I'm tired of not having a cardigan. Yep. I already bought the vinyl. I bought so. the CD. So, so I'm about to... Because my car is a, two th a 2005. I got CD player, so I'm listening. But I hate that it doesn't go on my Spotify wrapped. Yeah. I'd be listening to, I have Midnight's Lover, mm -hmm. 1989, Reputation in my car, because it's yeah. six. And then I have the both of the Olivia Rodrigo Love. Um, albums in my car, so that's the six of them. And so I'm constantly listening to those because, Bangers. you know, I I can't, I can't be doing the, uh, what's it called? Ox. I don't got an ox cord. I get it. So I've listened to my CDs and I'm like, dude, I was clocking midnight like crazy and it's not on the wrap, but it'd be no. like that. But that's Fine. about to be me and the tortured, the tortured tub, the tortured <laughs> poets department. <laughs> Sheesh. I know. Why you gotta make that one such a mouthful, Taylor? Yeah, dude. Because she was, she was low key. But getting her dude for that one. Mm -hmm. But I that's like hearing her saying I'm the best thing at this party and then having Travis do treat her like she's the best thing at that party. Yeah. Has been, I think, not to be like, because this isn't happening to me. I'm just watching it through Twitter, TikTok, all the social media platforms. But I do think it's such an amazing change. For her, and such an amazing thing for her because she's finally getting treated like the person that she is and yeah. that we've always known she is. I think that us 
being able to see what we're seeing mm-hmm. is going to embed us into her music more than I think ever before. Yep. We've seen photos of her walking in Central Park mm-hmm. with Jake Gyllenhaal, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. We've yep. seen things of her in the news with with people, but like what we're seeing now with Travis is mm-hmm. like we've never seen this or this much before. Yeah. We got a few with Calvin Harris, but mm-hmm. I feel like the extent of it and seeing not cuz I feel like with Calvin it was mostly her supporting him. Yeah. It was very hardly ever him supporting her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could be wrong about that, but I feel like I never saw. I mean, like not. I don't want to say never because he did occasionally do stuff, but like I feel like having Travis support her at the level that he does. It's, it's cool because mm-hmm. she said like they always like oh has like anyone ever like gotten your attention in a cool way and they're mm-hmm. like no never it's <laughs> boring it's stupid and then it's like Travis making that friendship bracelet. Yep. And then now seeing them at the Super Bowl and he's like thanking her for like coming across the world to come see him play and he's like mm-hmm. thanking her over and over and he's saying something different every time. It's just like wow. Yeah. It's like she everyone deserves to be sought out in a special way. And yeah. if you haven't, like I hope that like you get sought out throughout your relationship in special ways. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's just exciting. It's cool. I can't wait for this album. Me too. Because I feel like she's going to tell all. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be like, Joe Lo- sucks. We should have seen it coming. <laughs> should have seen it coming. Him running in front of her like he's the famous one. <laughs> like, shame on him. Mm-hmm. And then I'm telling you, dude, I cannot wait for the album after this one. Me too. We're going to get some re-releases. Mm-hmm. And then we're about to get... Yeah, we're about to get a fat album. Mm-hmm. It's going to be happy and upbeat. And yep. it's going to give us lover vibes. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Dude. <laughs> anything else? Not that I can think of, my friends. I can't believe we're wrapping this up. Yep. I just want to say thank you for letting me take over your podcast for the past four weeks. It's been so much fun. I honestly don't know what I'm going to do with my Tuesdays now. <laughs> I know. Hopefully we come up with something my mom, she mentioned to me after she was catching up on Emily's uh, episodes. She's like, you have to have Emily on. She's darling. She's funny. Like, so cute. And honestly, f- for real, agreed. Thank you. I just feel like you added so much to the podcast. And we've said this over and over. And this was had no planning whatsoever around these dates. Mm-hmm. Emily coming on the last four weeks in a row and then like it aligning with so much newness like with what's going on with taylor and taylor and travis has been unreal Mm -hmm. how we filmed this after the grammys after the super bowl site the conference game he did to get him into the super bowl it was Mm -hmm. just crazy timing and i just it really just worked out for us yeah and the funny thing is is we didn't even plan it because i don't i didn't know when the super bowl was no yeah <laughs> i would we looked at our calendars we had texted weeks mm-hmm. i i i want to say month yeah month maybe months yeah. with an s yeah and then i had like been like okay i'm it's ready happening. if you are yeah. 
Um, and I was like, you mentioned making it a series if you still want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have nothing to add. This would just be you and me <laughs> learning as we're going. And Emily was like, cool. I'm ready. <laughs> like, I'm prepared. Like, yep. I'm ready. I've been ready for like, this. She's like, this is how it's going to go. We're going to talk about these three, then these two, then these two, then these four. Well, it was three. Mm-hmm. And then we added the tortured post department onto the end of this just to yeah. talk about it real quick but dude i literally cannot thank you enough i'm so glad you came on because i think you got me into going to the gym too and now mm-hmm. i look forward to going yeah. and to going with you and just spending time with you so yeah well thank you for having me it's been so much fun thank you for listening to me yap about my favorite topic yeah it's been my favorite topic for 15 years <laughs> <laughs> and on um, so it's and we got been... to talk a lot about all the newness mm-hmm. which has been so fun yeah we've been non-stop texting like the last four weeks <laughs> four weeks yeah the last month and it's been yeah. awesome mm-hmm. i know uh anyways yeah oh hold on caitlin got me we she has this beautiful charm necklace and she got me one too i just all these cute little charms and i'm so thankful I... for it I just felt like I had to make her something to show her that I was grateful for her time because asking someone to take four days, especially when it's like, when you're done with work, I bet you just want to go home and rot, you know, or go to the gym or whatever. So anyways, I wanted to make her a little charm necklace to... Beautiful. There's a lot going on in her life right now that I added on there. Like she's yeah. getting married, so I put a little heart, yeah. and I got like, Taylor charms on there. Mm-hmm. Well, that I thought represented Taylor Swift. So, yeah, anyways, I'm glad so that you like it. it. Oh, there's a little apple on there because <laughs> she's a fifth grade teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, guys, I wanted to thank you all for being here in Swifty mm-hmm. 101 the last four weeks. It's gonna be weird having a <laughs> different topic mm-hmm. after this. <laughs> Because I feel like I'm so invested in Taylor Swift now. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm like, this is a Taylor Swift podcast. Yep. <laughs> no, but anyways, thank you all for listening. We're yes. so very grateful for you and we're grateful for Emily and all that she's oh. done to add to this podcast. So anyways, yeah. I'll see you guys next week. Um, it was nice seeing you guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for letting me, thanks for letting me yap. <laughs> <laughs>